Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I spoke to Ilhan of ProGlove all about the innovative things they are doing in the wearable space. I mean, they are giving everyone in the warehouse their hands back. Talk about freedom. If you missed it, don't worry. We have you covered over at letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcasts or wherever you subscribe to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. E2Open is an end-to-end supply chain software platform helping the largest companies in the world with the most complex supply chains in the world. They are partnering with their customers on collaboration, visibility, network connectivity, and handling disruptions. And they see that the ultimate value lies in people and meeting their needs. That's why they partner with their customers. If you are looking for an end-to-end supply chain solution, check out e2open.com. Hello, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. This week is an extra special one since we are celebrating a milestone. I don't know if most of you know this, but I started this podcast back in 2016 because heck, why not? And if Lewis Howes can do it, why can't Sarah Barnes Humphrey, right? When this started, I had a male co-host, and to push the limits of the industry, we called it Two Babes Talk Supply Chain. When I launched the Woman in Supply Chain series, I realized that not many liked the name, and because of that, I and because I didn't have a co-host anymore either, it really didn't make sense anymore. So I rebranded the show to Let's Talk Supply Chain within a week in April 2018, and I have not looked back. But before I go any further, let's get to the question of the week. The question of the week is, how do you generate great ideas in your business? Peter says, curiosity is a great driver of ideas. There are always areas to drive change and improvement. What worked well yesterday will fail to meet the needs of tomorrow. Chat with your colleagues to discover where their pain points are. Draw on their experiences and insights to develop recommendations, thoughts, be creative, be bold, and go where no one has gone before. Nick Cloverdale, let's talk supply chain. I don't carry a mobile. My brain belongs to me. Mariette, ask your customers both existing and previous. Akil, customers are your best source of ideas. If you genuinely listen to your customers, you'll be amazed to know they have a zillion challenges to solve. Devin, customers definitely. I also find colleagues can be a big source of inspiration, either from what they are doing or what they are not doing. I love all of that. Thank you guys so much for participating every week in our question of the week. Remember that we do pose a question every single Wednesday morning across all of our social media, and uh, we love the conversations that it generates. So now back to today's episode. Now, why am I sharing all this? Well, this is my 200th episode as Let's Talk Supply Chain. And last month, we celebrated our three-year anniversary. The last three years have been full of opportunities, conversations that I could only have dreamed of, including some new ones I will be sharing with you all very, very soon. For the last year, I have grown some amazing connections, mostly virtual, and really brought together a group of people who have changed my life for the better. In this episode, you will get a sneak peek into the banter, the conversation, and the love that is shared on our not-to-miss weekly happy hours. We have celebrated 40th birthdays, we have helped each other through lockdown, we share ideas, and even work together. So in today's episode, you will hear from the incredible Sarah Scudder, Brian Glick, Allison Cusack, Madison Mobley, Larry Lung, Lisa Fenton, Akshay Doja, and Audrey Ross. They will be sharing stories, asking me questions, and so much more. So join us for this very unique episode of Let's Talk Supply Chain. So happy 200th Let's Talk Supply Chain episode, Sarah. 
On behalf of your supply chain industry family, we wanted to surprise you today to show you how much we adore you and how proud we are of your accomplishment. We're going to change the format a little bit and we're going to share our favorite Sarah stories and memories and we're actually gonna be interviewing you. Yes. I'm Sarah Scudder and I'll be hosting today with all of my special guests that you can see here. I wanna start by rewinding back to April 15th, 2016. Sarah, do you know what that date is? That would be the date that I started the podcast. So this is the date of your very, very first podcast episode. And I actually want to read the cameo for the show, which was called <laughs> Two Babes Talk Supply Chain. Yes, it was. <laughs> so here we go. Welcome to Two Babes Talk Supply Chain. We're so excited to bring you this podcast. We put the sexy into supply chain. In this episode, we'll discuss the difference between supply chain and logistics, and we crack the code on a ton of confusing acronyms. Stay tuned to our future episodes where we will be interviewing the top supply chain professionals in the industry. What a wild and crazy journey it has been. You've rebranded your show to Let's Chalk Supply Chain, launched a woman in supply chain series, a second podcast called Blended, and launched the freight bidding tech company, Ships. Then COVID hit and the world changed forever. Being the ultimate connector that you are, you started a supply chain industry happy hour family that has met every Thursday night for the past 13 months. You started an accountability group to keep us ladies on track and spearheaded the Lighthouse Collective Initiative to educate people about the career opportunities in supply chain. You've touched my life. Oh man, I knew this was gonna happen, shoot. And so many others. Oh man, <laughs> Sarah. Y'all. <laughs> are we gonna get through this? <laughs> we are not at this rate. We're not. <clears throat> Thank you for being our confidant, our friend, and our leader. I love you, man. <laughs> so Hope White. Um, couldn't make it, but I have a special note that I'd like to kick off um, and read from her. Congratulations to you, Sarah, one of, on one of your biggest milestones. Your 200th episode of Let's Talk Supply Chain is no small feat, and you should be very proud of the work that you have done and the platform that you have created for women of supply chain and procurement. Despite our many obstacles in our chosen profession, you've decided to be a guiding light of innovation and information. Wow. And I'm very grateful to have met you and become a close friend. I wish you continued success and growth. Here's to 200 more episodes. I'm supposed to toast an imaginary glass of champagne. Okay. <laughs> And send love and light. Oh, thank you, Hope. That was so awesome. Cheers. So cheers, cheers. from Hope. So now what we're going to do is each person is going to share, Sarah, their favorite story or memory with you. And then okay. each of us are going to ask you a question. Okay. I want to kick it off with Lisa to share her favorite story or Sarah memory. Thanks so much, Sarah. So Sarah and I actually um, didn't formally meet uh, back in 2019, but we were both at an event together, which was pretty interesting. It was uh, the first supply chain event for Take the Lead for Women in Supply Chain. And that's where I met uh, her trade bestie, Audrey. <laughs> we chatted after the event. And it's so fitting because um, during that event, it just kind of brought forth that <clears throat> we are a catalyst for many issues 
Uh, we're problem solvers and we are change leaders. And Sarah represents um, all of this and more. And through collaboration, she has opened our world and brought us together. <laughs> so I'm so happy that I was at that event and that Sarah was at that event and Audrey and we all kind of came together. So thank you for <laughs> um, being at the event and just opening up my world. And yeah, I'm so happy that that's how we kind of came to this great collaboration. And I know through lots of your um, blogs and posts and uh, podcasts that, you know, you first started talking in 2019 about diversity and then uh, with the blog post and then in 2020 again with a little uh, mini series <laughs> with a bunch of other um, supply chain professionals. And then it grew in 2020 to blended. And so it kind of grew from the description of diversity to how the business uh, could gain um, accreditation in diversity. And then it further grew into uh, you providing a platform for the underrepresented voices in our industry. And I so appreciate that. Um, thank you for educating us on that. I'm just wondering where, where, what's next for the diversity topic? Have you thought about what's next? <laughs> yes. And Lisa, I appreciate you so much. And I'm so glad that we met. Um, you know, diversity and inclusion, when I first started the Woman in Supply Chain series, it wasn't even something that we really talked about in supply chain. It was just that I wanted to give a platform and somewhere for women in the industry to really just tell their story only because I wanted to hear their story and I wanted to learn from them, right? Um, and then it's sort of grown into this, it's grown into more because I knew that there was more than just gender. There was a lot more to the conversation that we had to have. And there continues to be more because I think more people are open, right? For what Blended has taught me is that people are so open to having these conversations and telling their truth and being open to hear others' truth, where I think before we really didn't, it, it just wasn't there. So yes, there is a lot more coming. Um, I don't know if, I don't think I could talk about it just yet, but we're definitely <laughs> working on something and there's going to be some sort of show in the very, very near future that we're going to be able to tell you guys about that's going to dive even deeper. And we're going to bring other folks into the Let's Talk Supply Chain family to be able to talk about it. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Sarah. Thanks, Lisa. You, you Lisa. are all going to make me cry, man. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Larry. Hey, wonderful. Thank you very much, Sarah. Um, so my favorite story or memory, I guess, is, well, I first met um, Sarah Barnes-Humphrey uh, through the Procurement Foundry, which I'm uh, a part of. And uh, I first met her at actually the last physical meetup of the Toronto Procurement Foundry group in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, uh, in February of 2020. And um, yeah, that's where we met and, and Audrey came out as well. And uh, it was a fantastic time with a bunch of other procurement professionals in, uh, in Toronto. And uh, one of my most favorite memories, I guess, uh, was when she called me or texted me when she thought I was upset at her. And this, this, this forwardness of her was just really telling because... Uh, I found it really authentic and I wasn't upset at, at, at her at all, but she just, she, she called the text to, to find out if I was. And most people don't, don't do that. I think most people will just uh, either assume that there's nothing wrong or, or it, 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 it's nothing. So I really thought that it was really cool and really authentic for her just to find out. And um, yeah, that, that was really super awesome. Um, because uh, I, I don't think I have that courage to ask sometimes a lot of people, or at least I don't have that rapport with people to, to, to bother to ask, I think. So I thought that was really neat, uh, or Thank not. You, yeah, no problem. Um, so my question though, um, we're going to go back in time as well, because I also enjoy time. Um, so we're going to go back to season two, episode 87 now. 
Uh, I don't expect you to know the title of this, and I'll give you the <laughs> title. Um, are you getting the most out of your returns? And it was with Rob from Inmar. Okay. And it was this uh, chat about reverse logistics. And he's in the business of uh, dealing with reverse logistics for wholesale and uh, retail clients. Mm -hmm. And I guess my question to you, is, since that, that uh, podcast, which... Um, was posted or published October 28th, 2019. Since that time, have you seen uh, reverse logistics uh, grow or advance significantly or at all since, um, you know, the pandemic has really hit um, the supply chain quite hard and e-commerce has, you know, more than doubled or tripled in some cases. So yes. yeah, what are, yeah. Yeah, that's an amazing question. And I got to tell you guys, I mean, it was only just a couple of days ago that I got to see Larry in person because I had to pick something up from him. And I stopped by his house to pick something up and it was amazing. And he sent me a message that said, I haven't seen anybody in person for at least a month and a half. So I thought that that was really cool. But anyways, going back to reverse logistics. Um, yeah, I totally remember that episode. I think I haven't really spoken a lot about reverse logistics on the show since, and I think it's a really important topic, and I probably should have somebody on the show to talk about it, to be honest. Um, but I think, you know, since that episode aired, I think that reverse logistics really is a big part of the customer experience. And so it's become a much more important piece of the supply chain that retailers really need to get right because we've seen the emergence of like rental, like clothing rentals. And so they're able to send stuff out and, and bring stuff in and, and have it dry cleaned and all that kind of stuff. So if they're able to do that, why can't we do that with everyday products that we're selling online or, you know, specific products that we're selling online? Why can't we do the uh, reverse logistics to be able to make that part of the customer experience? And I think also part of that is people are starting to think about the waste around reverse logistics. And what are we doing with that product? How are we reusing that product? How are we recycling that product? So I think the conversation is even bigger than it was back in 2019. And I should probably talk to somebody about it again on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. That was a great question, Larry. You're welcome. Leave it to Larry to have all the exact details. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Next up, we have Allison. Hello. Hey. Um, um, God, no, I'm going to cry. I feel I like this is cry again. I knew it. <laughs> I've also like, everyone's got serious questions. I'm not that serious. It's all good. So I haven't physically met anyone on this call at all. Um, and I came in about May last year, May, June last year, because Jono had um, seen some of my LinkedIn posts and we jumped on a call and was like, you should, you should come along to this happy hour group. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm a lot. Like, I, I don't know how that's going to translate in a Zoom. Um, and I came in an hour late and I was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, bye. And then it's like, you should come back. And I was like, really? And Jenna's like, yeah, yeah, they loved you. And I was like, ah, this is a new experience for me because normally my nerdery on like supply chain is a bit like, okay, just chill, just chill. So, Sarah, I don't have a, God, I'm not going to cry, but I am. I don't have a specific favorite memory, although when Sarah Scudder was crying, I was going to say, like, <coughs> cornhole and just. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke for anybody who's listening. Look, cultural differences. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, I haven't met any of you and I have made sure I prioritize this happy hour every single week. I have clients who are like, can we meet? Can we have a Zoom? And I was like, mm, my morning's a book solid forever. <laughs> On a Friday. <laughs> and, and I think it's that you are so goddamn welcoming. Um, and you you were asking a question like, why does everyone think I'm in charge of the Lighthouse Collective? And I was like, because you're mum. Like, you're the, <laughs> the mum of the group. We have to go and get your permission because this is, you know, happy hour is, is yours. You've, you've created this, like, ginormous loving group of complete and utter like randos who may have never actually liked each other if they met in real life. And I've, I've said this about Brian. I said, if Brian and I had met at a conference, we would have hated each other on the side. <laughs> we would have just been like, outside, let's go, gritty style. Um, but you have created these little pods 
um, micropods and macropods of of inclusivity and getting to be yourself and getting to be your nerd and getting to be your vulnerable. And, you know, it is, it is not weird to get messages in the group chat about, I hate entrepreneurship today and I want to quit. Or you'll get a message going, Alison, I found you some really amazing flamingo outdoor furniture. Like there is, <laughs> it is a show up as yourself. And that is, and that is amazing. Not show up as yourself and you'll be tolerated. It's show up as yourself. And, and we love that about you. And, you know, you guys really kept me going during Melbourne lockdown. Like that shit was hard. Um, and you guys really, you know, brought me in and made sure that, you know, as Jono said, you know, no one left behind. And I don't, you know, you created that, Sarah. You created that so that I could log on every week and have connection when I couldn't leave my house for more than an hour a day. Um and I haven't met any of you, and I also don't know how tall any of you are, so that's going to be really <laughs> weird when I meet you all and be like, oh, this is not how I thought because I've only ever seen everyone from, like, you know, mid-waist up <laughs> on the Zooms. But you were all the one, you Sarah, you created something, and you were all the ones I shared my my award win with. You were the ones that I wanted on the Zoom with me, um, and I've never met any of you. So, Sarah, I think you should just be incredibly... You know, that's it's not one memory. It's it's all the memories. I've either cried from laughing so hard <laughs> on these calls, or I'm crying right now because you know um, the love. Um, so it's all the memories, Sarah, of the past year um, that you that you created. Um, and I don't have a logistics question for you, which is really <laughs> totally okay. I just I appreciate you, Allison. Where's the first place you're going to take me when I can finally come to Canada? <laughs> the beach no <laughs> well audrey's audrey's excited about that okay so maybe we'll show you in ontario no cottage audrey maybe a cottage cottage lisa lisa larry cottage cn tower maybe <laughs> meet you on the west coast in vancouver vancouver's pretty okay. Yeah. Okay. Vancouver's pretty well, at least we'll on the west coast plus it's actually a five-hour less flight for you because you can go direct into Vancouver. We'll meet you in Vancouver and we can go party in Vancouver. Oh, always with the logistics. A glass, glass, <laughs> a glass of wine at the terminal. <laughs> yes. And then we've got to go on to California. <laughs> when, everyone says, when everyone says, what are you doing? I was like, reverse logistics. I'm coming, I'm coming to my people. <laughs> They're bringing me back. And we can't, like, we can't wait, man. I mean, it has been an incredible year and of you know, just us coming together and look at what we're doing tonight. And I, I am just, I don't know. I'm beside myself. I don't even know how to talk right now, which is not normal. I mean, everybody knows that I talk for a living, so <laughs> it's a bit strange, but I appreciate you. And we're definitely going to hang out and I know you're shorter than me. So I promise you, I won't wear three inch heels to make it worse. Just you, can make, you can wear three inch heels. That's fine. I'm just <laughs> Tower over this group. <laughs> Sarah and I, Sarah, the Sarahs will be in flats. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not doing that to Sarah Scudder. I can. I can. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But see, the thing about being short is I can just run off into the crowd and cause chaos. <laughs> yes, and we'll be right behind you, waving the flag. <laughs> so thank you, Sarah Burns Humphrey. Thank you. Thank you, Allison. Next up, we have my Bay Area neighbor, Akshay. Akshay. Hi, Sarah. Hi, the handsome cowboy. <laughs> um, I, I echo, I'll echo a lot of things that Sarah and, and Allison said uh, about you being a connector. And um, I think I was, I was just trying to remember where we went. And it was you were moderating a panel at LockTech Conference where I actually also met Brian. Yes. Um, and um, that's, you know, I, I think for me, the, your, the first impression was, and that's kind of carried through through our relationship is you've been just so e e approachable um, and, you know, it, it, and engaging. Um, and what, I, what I've seen, what I've really appreciated is throughout that, um, you, you've always been helpful in reaching out and providing support. 
in, in whatever way you can. Um, and, you know, a lot of times we don't see that in, in kind of like in, in a business setting, especially when like people don't know each other that well. So I, I thank you for that. And, and always like putting a hand out there and, you know, just checking in and, and creating this, creating this uh, event to, to lean into that even more. Uh, but one, one event that I'll share is uh, almost a year ago, we, we all showed up at TPM conference in Los Angeles and, that's actually where I met uh, Audrey and saw Sarah again and met Jonathan for the first time. And, you know, we were all like, I was excited. Like, we're going to meet so many more people and, like, reconnect with folks like we've seen on the on the Internet and, and uh, on video chat. And turns out the conference gets canceled overnight while we were there and, like, twiddling our fingers. But, you know, given how... Uh, 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 all, all these folks on, on this crew is is really good with logistics and making sure we, we find something to do. Uh, you know, you put that crew together and, you know, that was like a uh, really fun, small lunch that we did and 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 connected. And it felt like I'd known each other, known all of these folks, you know, it, it wasn't like a business setting. It was just kind of a casual hangout. Um, and I think that's carried over, over time with this, with this crew and, you know, uh, having relationships with a lot of these individuals uh, on here and off of here. So uh, thanks again for putting that together and, and uh, you know, bringing all of us together and making us, making us stronger together. Um, Thank you. Akshay. I don't have a logistics question, but I'm just curious. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think I wrestled with a lot of things. I, I remember, so I used to be in competitive synchronized swimming. So I wanted to go to the Olympics for either synchronized swimming or base softball specifically. Those were actually two of my, two of my dreams. Um, I probably had a chance with softball, but definitely not synchronized swimming. Um, and then the other one was that I wanted to be a detective like my grandfather. So my grandfather was a detective in the Scotland Yard. Um, he actually, um, I think he guarded some sort of famous criminal in the in the UK. And that criminal had written a book. And I think my grandfather's in a book somewhere. And so I always wanted to be like him. I spent summers with them in the UK. And I always wanted to be a detective. But my biggest problem is that I don't like the sight of blood. I actually faint. And to be a detective, you have to be a beat cop and you have to go through all of those things and you kind of got to be okay with blood. And I'm absolutely not. So, you know, when my dad was like, why don't you just come work for the family business? I was like, yeah, you know what? Okay. I'll think about my dreams of being a detective later. So that those, those were my three things. That's a great question. And I appreciate you, Akshay. Can I say, I, I need to tell a story about log tech and Brian, I hope that I'm not taking this story away from you because it was, I, I don't know if you remember this, but we were standing there at Log Tech at the end of the networking event. Is that your story or not? No, no, go ahead. Okay. So Brian, I think Audrey, right? Yeah, in Vegas. I'm bracing myself for this. Brian, Audrey, myself, we were all standing there. It was at the end of the networking event in Log Tech. And Audrey knows where I'm going with this. And this woman who was part of the networking event came up to us, but she was absolutely inebriated, like really, really drunk. And Audrey, what did she ask me? You have to pipe in here. <laughs> I don't know. She Well, she wanted to meet you. She Well, no, she, she wanted to meet us. And then we were talking about it. And then I think she said, can I kiss you? And I was like, no, absolutely yes, that not. happened. I was I'll like, no, 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 absolutely not. And she's like, wow. why not? And I was like, well, we're kind of not in the right place right now. I have no idea who you are. You're a great person, but you need to turn around and walk out the door and go grab some water. <laughs> My question was going to be who at the JOC do you want to make out with the most? But now, now it's real. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, she did not work for the JOC, but that is one of no, <laughs> one of the memories I have. <laughs> she did put her business card. Yes, she put her business card in her bra. And then I think she yeah. asked me to take it out. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. It was one yeah, of those two. This is a Vegas situation. <laughs> it was totally Vegas. 
All right, thank you, Akshay. Next up, we have Miss Texas, Madison herself. Ooh. Y'all, we need to say a collective prayer so that I can get through this, but I'm really going to try. Uh, so I met Sarah Barnes-Humphrey through the RSN Happy Hour. Yes. And I think it was the very first one I attended, the very first RSN Happy Hour I attended. I meet Sarah Barnes-Humphrey. And mind y'all, I was still at that point and still am to this day learning how to spell procurement. Y'all know my story. And so I did not know. I truly did not know who was introducing me to who. I just thought this was going to be a cute ladies chat at some point and, you know, maybe some virtual coffees. But it it set such powerful spaces in motion uh, for for me. Um, I like like Allison, this is a space that I cherish so much. Uh, as someone who generally plays well with others, generally, um, I'm very, very selective about who I invite in my space and who I share things with. And I've I've shared this with you, Sarah, um, but this is the first time in my life where uh, my professional spaces and my personal spaces have converged in a way where it's all one in the same. And I, I give you huge credit for that because I never thought that was something possible for me. <laughs> and so I think more than anything else, um, so there, there's certainly a few memories, whether it be us, you know, taking Clubhouse down by storm, trying to peddle Chick-fil-A that doesn't really exist. <laughs> and y'all just have to be there. Like, I don't expect for this to be understood by half of the audience uh, to taking part in projects like Blended, where uh, I was definitely in and out of very, very dark places last year. And being in a space like the space that Blended made possible for me was the first time I ever talked publicly about things like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement or uh, George Floyd's murder, right? For example, those were all things that I managed or tried to manage internally. And so more than a memory, I think it's just your ability to make people feel seen is, is what I would say. Um, and I'm so, so thankful for that. So we're going to put a period there before y'all see the ugly cry because definitely there. The ugly cry. <laughs> I still feel kind of cute right now. So we're just going to put the period there uh, and, and say thank you. And as far as a question, um, yeah, I'm feeling a little too messy for a logistics question. So let's talk <laughs> about food. Let's talk about food because what? You're gluten-free, dairy-free, egg white-free. So if the night were your last night on earth, right? Because the last year has been cray. Like we can all be snatched up out of here at any minute. I think 2020 taught us that. What are you having for dinner? Supreme pizza from Pizza Hut pizza. From Pizza Hut. What's, a, what's on the Supreme? It's pepperoni, uh, ground, ground beef or what, like sausage. It's okay. green peppers, onions, and mushrooms. Okay. And I love Pizza Hut pizza. I love Pizza Hut pizza. I love their crust, the pan pizza. It's so good, but I usually can't eat it. Plus, I would have to have some sort of a dessert with it because I love my cupcakes, my chocolate chip cookies, dark chocolate. What else do I like? Brownies. Oh, yeah. Love it. I'm vegan. I'm here for it. <laughs> so that 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 would be it with lots of pepper on it. I love black pepper. I love cracked black pepper. It cannot be the fluffy stuff that you know. It's got to be cracked. Peppercorns. Love it. <laughs> love it. Oh, Sarah, Pizza Hut was a client of mine for many years, so I've spent my fair share in Pizza Huts. Oh, I love it. It's so, so, so good. And Madison, I just appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. And uh, ugh, like, I, I'm just, 
I'm speechless. I, I don't know. I don't really know what to say. So I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> Addison, thank you for joining us. Thank you for the tracks. Thank, oh, thank you. The question should have been, tell us why Adidas is the best brand uh, <laughs> in the <laughs> entire world. But I decided to pivot last minute. I like their shoes. Same. Their sneakers. I've got like three or four pairs. I mean, you just, I can't get enough. <laughs> And they need to sponsor Madison. If anybody from Adidas is listening right now, please go and talk to your sponsorship department and go and sponsor. No, Madison. I'm I'm taking this clip and I'm going to be tagging Adidas like months and months. (laughs) All right, Madison. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. All right. Next up, we have Brian. Oh, dear. Brian, Brian, Brian. No, no, don't worry. I'm going to take it easy on you. (laughs) You're not going to talk about that phone call I made about eight months ago where I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. (laughs) No, I wasn't going to talk about that, but go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 that's enough. (laughs) No, actually, so I was just going back as everyone was talking through my emails to try to figure out when we met because it sort of was, it was long before this. It was actually, and people who are, are listening in, there's sort of a running joke amongst this group around uh, our unofficial mascot is Gritty from the Philadelphia Flyers. It was actually one <laughs> month before Gritty was born. Really? Uh, and Gritty's first tweet was, I'm not crying, you're crying. Okay, I'm crying too. So that's probably appropriate for tonight. <laughs> totally appropriate. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> uh, but what was what's interesting is, so I reached out to you on LinkedIn, uh, basically said that I like the show. And then you responded with basically, how can I help you? And I responded, no, how can I help you? (laughs) And then there was like a chain over several months of me getting on the show, me introducing you to people without you asking, you introducing me to people without, and it's been like that now for three years, Yeah. right? Of just like back and forth because, and nobody has ever asked anyone for anything like particularly like it's just more giving in both directions. Right. And I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool. But the, the story, this is a a really short story, but I think it's, it's, it's important. It's telling of your personality, which was Uh (laughs) right before COVID uh, I was in Spain and I was just walking down the street in uh, I guess I was in Barcelona um, at the Freitos conference. And, uh, so we'll get a plug in for them. And, uh, the, <laughs> there was a Tim Hortons and there was a Tim Hortons sign. And I'm like, okay, who do I know that's Canadian? Cause this is a little out of place. The interesting thing isn't that I texted a picture of it to Sarah. And the interesting thing isn't that she acknowledged it, but like weeks later, she remembered that and kept talking about it. And the, mm-hmm. your ability to like, hold and remember the things that are relevant to people because you actually care and it's not just like this little transaction that I'm then going to file away and forget is really unique and special right versus like sort of you know there's a lot of like I probably text joke things to people in business relationships twice a day very few times do people actually remember and acknowledge them and like a year later be like, hey, I went by a Tim Hortons that's just like the one in Barcelona or something like that, but you will do that because it's actually internalized for you, right? And there's no way to fake that. And so thank you for that is is really more what I wanted to get at. Thank you. And I think part of that conversation was I texted back and said, do you mind if I post this? That's right. (laughs) You wanted permission to post that. And there was like, First of all, I was like, why would I say no? But there was something like about not, I was there to see a customer or something. And I was like, okay, but we have to crop. And it was like, kind of a, it was kind of like, okay, let's make sure we're not, we're not, yes. we're not spilling the beans on the deal that's happening or whatever it was. But yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, there was yeah, something think, else in that. Yeah. But anyways, but my question that I wanted to ask you, which of course went out of my head as soon as I said the words, my question, so I'm going to stall for a second here. <laughs> Take your time, but, Brian. Take your time. No. Um, so, so Larry sort of asked what you would have done if you couldn't be doing this. But I guess my question is, why do you keep doing this when we know you also have an entire other business that you have to run? I'm not sure. 
I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I ask myself that every single day when I wake up in the morning. No. Um, I, I enjoy it. It's something that I just really like to do. I, I, yeah, it's, I just, I like talking to people. I like finding out what people are doing in the industry. And I like being able to expose that to the rest of the industry, because I think we all need to know what's going on and who's doing what and how can they help us or how can we help them? Um, you know, and then the woman in supply chain series and now blended, I mean, the feedback from blended, um, is somewhat like the feedback that I'm getting tonight is that, you know, as soon as I turn off that record button, I get, I feel heard. I feel seen. Thank you for giving me the space to be able to talk about things that I never thought that I could talk about either in public or even with the people that are closest to me. Um, and so I just, I really like giving a platform and I enjoy doing it. I mean, if you guys have watched thoughts and coffee, I mean, I try to laugh as much as I can because this industry is fun and I like talking to people and I like dancing robots. I like to talk about the fun things that are happening in the industry, but also the serious things that are happening in the industry. And I like, I like it to be different. I think we just need to bring some of the seriousness down, like, me calling my podcast Two Babes Talk Supply Chain and saying that I'm putting the sexy back in the industry. Like, I mean, who does that? I did it. I kind of regret it now listening back and hearing Sarah talk about it. But (laughs) that's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun. And Brian, I appreciate you. You You have helped me in so many different ways, especially with ships and keeping me on the right track. When I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> well, you're, you're welcome. And before I go back on mute, I do want to say that I agree with Allison that if she and I met in person, we would not get along. So. <laughs> Ryan, thank you for being with us today. So Sarah, you brought up um, one of the shows that you uh, coast with Audrey. So Audrey, you are up next. Oh, okay. And before Jono. So I can steal all his questions. That's exciting. (laughs) Um, I think the, I think I'll share the the first time I met Sarah, which was um, in Ottawa. No, maybe it was in Toronto in September. Yeah, it was in Toronto in September. And we were part of a research group for, and we both have a designation with. And Sarah was... Sarah was the person who I thought the coolest kids in the room because everybody else was like kind of, you know, researchy or like lawyers or um, academic or not. And, um, and so when I kind of was, you know, we're introducing, it was a small group, we're introducing each other around. I was like, oh man, I hope I can cool, you know, person who's actually doing logistics and hang out. And then we ended up, um, you know, kind of becoming friends and she kept talking to me. And then later she invited us. She's so fun and interesting and cool. And, and now I get to be friends with her. And then, so yeah, that was 2015. No, that was early. I don't know. It's been a while. We were very young. I'll say that. (laughs) I I think it's been way longer than that. It's gotta be like, 2012 or something like that. And can I just tell you, I mean, Audrey just said that she thought I was the coolest kid in the room. I got bullied. Like, let's just talk about this. I have never, ever, ever been the coolest kid in the room. I think that's why I make fun of myself so much. You know, like I was bullied from grade five all the way up until grade 12. And it still happens in adulthood. So when she says that, that just makes me cringe because I've never been. <laughs> I've never been that, but I appreciate that. Yep, you're the coolest Audrey. In the room now. And Audrey, where whose closet are you hiding in? <laughs> um, so I'm actually sitting in Sarah's closet because um the next best story is how <laughs> um some of us has talked about how 
Um, I think Allison mentioned it, but Sarah's our mom. And um, Sarah's the best friend who's like, wow, your life is kind of a terrible hot mess. Let me feed you and give you vodka and soda and put you in my closet with my thing that you were kind of supposed to organize. So that's where we're at today. <laughs> Sarah's Just sort of the record. as normal and being my sort of guardian angel, which she on the occasions and um and Audrey, where it's kind of bad reception there. You're cutting in and out. She's okay. not in a closet. Yeah, that's by because the way. you ever locked in her closet. No, and- she's not in a closet. She's in my bedroom because I had to put. She had to go somewhere so that we couldn't hear each other. Are we going back to the Vegas stories now? Yes. <laughs> You're trying to say the call is coming from inside the house, Sarah. That's why I'm on mute because I can hear her. She, she literally called me or no, she sent me a text and I, and I knew, I know Audrey very, very well. I just knew. And so I called her and I said, listen, are you on your way here? Because if you're on your way here, I've got Chinese food. I'll feed you. Well, you can have something to eat. It's totally okay. Don't even worry about it. When you get here, we'll get you some food. I had her all set up in the bedroom upstairs because of social distancing and all sorts of stuff. I didn't know what to do, but that's what we did. And so she's upstairs. And yes, my Wi-Fi upstairs is not the greatest. But I tried. (laughs) We're breaking breaking lockdown for you, Sarah. It's a big deal. All right, Audrey, any dying question you want to ask Sarah? Yeah, when I go to space and am a space logistics manager, will you come and visit me? I'm coming with you on the first flight to hold your hand so you don't get scared and overwhelmed and anxious. <laughs> no, I'm going to space, as we said. I love flying. And, and Audrey, thank you again. She coordinated. She was our elf today delivering all of Sarah's gifts for her show. So, Audrey, thank you. I know you have a lot on your plate. I appreciate you doing that. Thank you, Audrey. You're the bestest. If you want to come Sarah down, Anson. you're more than welcome. <laughs> all right. Angie is up next. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Oh, Angie. So I'm kind of like Brian. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, cause I think I might be with Allison on that one, but yes, yeah, so I went back on my email in uh, February, 2019. I, I had been a fan of your, uh, let's talk supply chain back to the babe, two babes, two sexy babes. And, um, I sent you something on the triple bottom line on sustainability, uh, mm-hmm. John Elkin, Elkington and all that st- stuff. And, so we made plans to meet at TPM and I'm just like enthralled and, oh my God, she's so intelligent and sharp and man, you know, and so I, I finally meet you and, and, uh, there's a friend of ours. He's been on the show. I don't know if I should mention his name. Great guy. Um, formerly with OOCL logistics. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> and then is he, yeah, he's not, is he, oh shit, he's with them now. Anyway, so, <laughs> oh, well. So we're sitting there talking, right? And a young guy comes up and and you start saying about how, you know, it's really important to recognize, you know, the the evolution of supply chain, that the the millennials and these smart techies are coming up and they just don't want to just, you know, hang out on boats and get drunk and, you know. Belly dancers. Call cabaret girls, right? So he's like, yeah, 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 you know, but okay, yeah, we should change things up, you know, and my dad's got a fishing boat and we just get some beer and you're like, hello, (laughs) right? And the way you called him out in front of him and taught him a lesson, myself and the other guy that I'm talking about, we're both sitting there going, this kid doesn't even know he's been taken to school. He's just sitting there and then you give him and you say, this is, and you did it so eloquently and you did it with such style and grace, but authenticity. I was just like, man, you know, not only is she beautiful, she's intelligent, she's sharp and she's, she's true to herself. So from that moment on, I have been, uh, incredibly in awe and you have my respect for a very long time. Cause you're also a hell of a worker. 
I mean, this is, you do, you do the job. So a uh, question for you is what are you, what will you consider your pinnacle um, in, in the social media structure? I mean, or have you even thought about that? Pinnacle as in? Like what, what do you want to be when you grow up? Kind of like, <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. Oh, I have so much more to do, Angie. <laughs> I know you do. So much more to do. Um, There are some things that we're working on right now um, that are going to be pretty big this year that I can't wait to share with all of you and share with all of you on like happy hour and then all of you obviously in the audience. There's a lot of amazing people in the community and we're going to start bringing them into the Let's Talk Supply Chain family and expanding it and doing a whole bunch of different and fun and unique things to really keep creating that impact. Um, And then I also want to help teach, I guess, other people to do what I do. And so I'm working on that this year as well. Um, And I'm super excited about that. And that should be coming out later this year too. So, you know, just, just sort of focusing on this year and what I can get done this year with the community and the people around and what that's going to mean for everybody. Um, kind of focusing on that now, but also looking at the big picture as to, you know, where is this going to go? What do I want that to look like? Um, but keeping the community in mind while, yeah, while I'm so doing good. that, you know, and I, I I appreciate you, but one of the things that we should say is that that kid now works for me. I know he does. (laughs) That's how well you taught him. (laughs) And when Angie reached out to me on LinkedIn, when I tell you it was a page and a half, it was a page and a half message. And I was like, I'm not entirely sure what everything that she has put into this message, but I love it. And I love her. And I think she's amazing. So I need to meet her and I need to talk to her more about this. And then you and I got on a phone call, I think, right? Before TPM. Yeah. To talk about, because she was, she reached out to me to see if she could put Let's Talk Supply Chain in our Woman in Supply Chain series into your presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was about inclusivity and it was about diversity. And, and we were put on, uh, in a room that was uh, about a 15 minute walk from the main stage. Yes. But your but that's another discussion. Yeah. But your presentation was it was really good. And honestly, from that moment, that first moment that we got on that phone call, like I just knew. Yeah. That we I were gonna be friends for a very, very long time. So I gotta I gotta tell you guys something, and I'm gonna go to what Al, Al said, and I'm gonna go what to Maddie said. Madison, I do the nicknames all the time. Sorry. But this has been an incredibly safe space for me. And you guys know that you talk about, I mean, you guys saw me at the bottom of a 15 year cycle. And when you find that with people, that's called an authenticity and it is precious and be grateful and guard it and hold it and treasure it because man, it doesn't come around a lot. So thank you so much. And Sarah, thank you for helping to create that. Thank you. Thank Gratitude. You. Okay. Thank you, Angie. Jono, you're up next. Last but not least. <sighs> no, oh, pressure. no pressure. No um, uh, Well, hopefully I wouldn't cry just listening <laughs> to all these things. I think it's, it's just incredible. And I, and I think like what comes to mind is that we can go through life um, and we might have a small impact on lots of people, but I think this, just this group, and I know the people listening along eventually will see this, um, you've had a, a large impact on quite a large group of people and us in particular. And I think that is, um, that is incredible. You know, your legacy might be in let's talk supply chain to some degree and it might, it might be in blended and all those sorts of things. But in reality, your enduring legacy will be in people and you have a, Awake, to use a maritime term, a wake of people that you um, that you can proudly look back on and say those are those are my people, and they're the ones that um, sure we cheered you on and all those things. We love doing that, but you're the one 
who's been such a catalyst um, in this in building this community, building us up, believing in us, cheering us on as well. And uh, you know, so I'm sure I could speak for for more than a few people on this call and elsewhere to say thank you so much for that. It's um, it's been a privilege to walk beside you and to see how your journey has evolved, um, and it's uh, it's just been a joy to be part of this community with you. So thank I'm you. Say thank, thanks on behalf of all of us. Um, so we almost didn't meet at, at, at all. Like, just think about this. If we wind back to un-TPM, and, I mean, you can thank the logistics of JOC and the genius of Eric and Peter for uh, cancelling the event just as we landed into LAX. Like, you have to picture this. Me and my team, Ben and Tony, we're on the plane and our phones turn on. They grab the little bit of signal that they can get and ding, ding, and we look at our phones and boom, TPM's been cancelled. And we've flown from Australia through San Francisco. We stayed a night there and we're down in LA and all of a sudden, boom, we have no plans for the next six days and it's cost us a small kidney each. And uh, we're like, cool, so how are we going to roll with this? And it's one of those questions. I mean, this is a classic supply chain question. How are you going to pivot when something bad happens? And uh, we looked around, we're grasping at straws for the most part, we're trying to work out who's who in the zoo. And you popped into the frame. It was just absolute chance, absolute providence. And um, I remember the first time we met, uh, we, I didn't actually know what you looked like. So I was like, I had a vague understanding, but you look at someone's picture, you're like, I don't know. And so you had to walk across the hotel foyer and I'm like, again, I'm going to go up and say hi to some random person and be like, hi, how you going? G'day. How you I'm going? from Australia. From Australia, um, and uh, it was just you know it was a little bit awkward. Do we shake? Do we hug? It's high fives? I don't know. Uh, that was pre-COVID. Um, so, but it was just such a joy to meet and to meet you and Audrey, and then to sit down at that bizarre little bar with um, cocktails. Um, that's, what is it? All you can drink cocktails. I think we got through at least one or two. I was on the Snapple teenies. You were on the diet kale water or something, and um, and then we just marshaled. Uh, we worked together to marshal people and it was just so much fun. And that's when we met the whole crew and um, I met uh, Akshay for the first time and Jamin High Five, wherever you are in the world. And, um, yeah, it was just, that was such a, a cool moment where everything sort of just clanged together. And here we are years later um, or <laughs> about a year later, really, and uh, so much has happened and so much has uh, transpired. And so that, that's my cool memory. Um, I think... Uh, it was just a joy to meet, and since then it's just been an absolute riot. And the people on this call have uh, made me laugh so hard that I think I nearly wet my pants. And uh, it's just it's just been great to be part of a community. And I think uh, you know, echoing Angie and others, that um, we get a chance to be us. And us is a bit weird. It is a bit like a family where maybe you'd like to disown someone at some point. <laughs> maybe you don't get on so well with your siblings, but. You know, we, there's, a, I think, a real deep and abiding love between us, and that's that's really the glue that sticks us together. So thank you for facilitating that, and what a, what a fun ride it's been. My question, and I, I don't – I think with this question, I, I think it's really powerful when you acknowledge your own strengths, and I think it's even more powerful when you do that publicly. So I'd love to ask you, and don't, I don't think you need to be humble here. I think it's something you just want to identify. What's something you're really proud of about yourself that you've seen demonstrated over the last 12 months maybe 24 months if we wanted to be a bit more general. Something you were really, really sure. Okay. <laughs> so I think it's something that I'm proud of, right, Donna? Yeah, over the last 24 months. Got it. Um, that I have, that I have persevered. I don't talk about my, like, I don't talk about what I do very often. This is very, very tough one for me. Um, when my dad closed his, closed the doors, <laughs> I had nowhere to go. I, I sent out resumes. Nobody called me back. I literally had absolutely nowhere to go. And I had this little podcast and I just, I was like, well, there's people that are paying to come on the show and there's people who are in line to come on the show. And um, I just put my head down and just kept chipping away every single day, sitting at my kitchen table, talking to people, trying to figure out what this looked like. I had no idea. I had nobody that 
had done this really before me um, that I could reach out to. Um, I didn't even know what to charge until Brian was like, I'm going to, I would pay this much money to be on your show. I was like, hell yes, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of told her that she was charging about a 10th of what she should, <laughs> but only after she billed me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I would say per, I, I'm really proud of myself for persevering. I have shocked myself with the ideas that have that I've I've taken and just run with um I'm proud of myself for not giving up because there was a lot of days and Audrey can tell you <laughs> there was a lot of days where I was like I don't know what I'm doing and there are still days that I I'm like I don't know what I'm doing um and I think finally being myself getting out of my dad's shadow and putting myself out publicly when there was a lot of people that didn't like me and my family. And just doing it. So those are a few things. I don't sit down and reflect on these kind of things. <laughs> um, like ever. So that that's a very difficult question for me. But I, I, I think I answered that. With a yeah. lot of vulnerability. Damn. You guys are getting uh. me. <laughs> well, I mean, thanks for sharing. Share. I know, I know. <laughs> that's right. And, and now you're the host. Um, yeah. So, I, well, I mean, I can just echo what others have said. We're, we're proud of you and stepping out. Thank of, you. You know, f familial patterns is complex and hard, and uh, you know, it's been a privilege for us to be a part of that and uh, for us to see it. But uh, but you're the one who shone really brightly. So thanks. I just thank you guys. I mean, the love and support that you guys have shown me has. As much as you say that I've done this for you guys, you guys have done it for me like tenfold and exponentially. Like I don't, I, there are no words to thank you just isn't enough. I mean, look at what you guys are doing tonight. I mean, I had no idea what I was walking into tonight. Um, this has been extremely humbling. I mean, Sarah, when you talked about some of the stuff that I've done over the last couple of years, like I said, I don't sit there and really reflect too much. And so it's, it's very different to hear about it and realize. So thank you guys all very much. So to close out the podcast before we do a funny face photo, because I have to do a funny <laughs> face photo. Um, I have a quote um, that I think of when I think of you. And my dad is a writer. Um, and I'm actually someone who doesn't like reading books. So my two favorite authors are Beverly Cleary and Dr. Seuss. Nice. So I have a Dr. Seuss quote that I would like to share. Okay. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is you-ier than you. A person's a person no matter how small. That is awesome. Sarah, before we end this, I just want to express my gratitude to you for taking this on, for hosting this today. You are the most amazing individual amongst amazing individuals that are on this screen tonight. And you are a master connector I love everything about you and everything about all of you that are on the screen right now. And just thank you. And big thank you to Angie and Audrey for all your help uh, putting this together today as well. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. 
Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you'd like to hear more, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast to check out the latest. We also have a category filter because as you know, we interview the latest innovations in supply chain. And if you're looking for a solution for your supply chain challenge, go and check out our category filter. And remember to come back next week as I talk to Andy from Revolve about recycling and reusing PPE. Andy was recently on our Thoughts and Coffee on April 27th, which is w- which was a live stream. And you can find that on the Let's Talk Supply Chain YouTube channel. We talked all about this topic and the feedback we got was incredible. PPE is a huge challenge right now when it comes to waste and Andy's team is changing that, giving organizations a way to kick off their sustainability plans the right way. If you enjoyed this podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and now Clubhouse. You can always subscribe to us over on YouTube, Let's Talk Supply Chain, as well as to our newsletter over at letstalksupplychain.com. Next, visit ships.com, that's S-H-I-P-Z.com, and sign up because we are in full beta, okay? And if you are experiencing challenges working with your current freight providers, you can still work with your current freight providers, but our platform makes it easier. We bring everything into one place and they come to you. So shippers, if you are excited about changing the way that you are working with your freight providers, we can help you. So go to ships.com and reach out. We'd love to give you a demo. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop, or you can click on the link in this post and you can get the supply chain dictionary for free. That's right. Go into the post and find the part of the post that says free supply chain dictionary. And remember, if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, go ahead and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and I will feature you on an upcoming episode. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.